test how healthy, fit, strong, lean you are. Do you need to have a body fat pinch test, caliper test? And how do you feel about having somebody ask you to take your clothes off and or parts of your clothing and pinch your fat? That's one option. This is the trusty tape measure and you could wrap that around yourself and somebody could measure you and say, yes, your arms are this much and your thighs are this much and your tummy's this much and your hips are this much. The doctors will ask you probably, uh, what's your resting heart rate and what is your blood pressure? And that will tell you probably how healthy you are. So uh, if you have a low resting heart rate, pretty good sign that you are fit and some doctors will even say healthy. Your blood pressure 120 on 80, which is considered normal and healthy, which is that means that your the pressure of the blood flowing through your body is not going to put you under too much stress. There's not things clogging up your arteries. But what about the way you look and how do you want to look? Do you need to have a in your, in your headspace? Oh, we forgot the important one. What about weighing yourself? How much? weight is my body pushing into the earth <laughs> so what do my bones weigh what do my muscles weigh what do my what does my heart and lungs weigh what do my fingernails weigh i don't have any hair so that doesn't weigh very much but do you have a weight that's important to you and is that one of the tests that you give yourself about whether or not you're in great shape i need to weigh this much body fat percentage you might say well i need to have 25 percent or 20 percent or some people say five percent some bodybuilders want to be down to three percent and they're really aware of that uh, and then that measurement thing which is um, i really want to have a like to say i want to have a 20 inch arm or i want to have a 32 inch waist or this might be a measurement that you have that's really important to you here's my question uh, are there some things that could be more important than a body fat test uh, standing on some scales, uh, have somebody put a tape measure around you, and even your resting heart rate and your blood pressure? Uh, the doctors will probably go a step further with, and they'll ask you or have a test done for blood sugar levels and cholesterol levels, which of course is whether or not you've got high blood sugar levels means you could be stressed, high blood sugar levels means you could have damage in your arteries, uh, type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and of course, if you've got high blood sugar levels, then you're likely to have high cholesterol levels because cholesterol can stick on the damage that that high blood sugar does to your arteries. So there's some health things from the inside. But here's my question. Do you have a mirror at your house? You know those things that when you look in them, they tell you what you look like? Uh, and if you look in your mirror, uh, and let's say all the lights are on and you've got no clothes on, which I, of course, won't do today, is it possible that the mirror could be quite honest with you? And the reverse of that, uh, if you have your body fat test done, you, you get yourself weighed, you get yourself measured, and they're all perfect. You've got the, the trainer says to you, you've got great body fat percentage, you're in the right range, and your measurements are good, and your weight's good, and you're good to go. And then you look in the mirror, and you don't like what you see. Uh, could that screw with your head? The reverse of that, and this has happened to many people, uh, and this uh, only just recently somebody shared with me, they felt really good about themselves. They'd been looking in their mirror, they'd been really happy with their body shape, they'd been wearing uh, shorts and singlets and bikinis because it was hot weather, and they felt really good about themselves. And then they went and got a test done, and they had actually had a body scan done, so they were told how much fat they had and, and how much they weighed and, and what their... Um, not chronological age, but their physiological age was. And even though they'd gone feeling fantastic about themselves to the test, 
they left that testing room feeling really crappy because the numbers said that their body fat percentage was too high and their weight was too high, etc, etc. Now, all I'd like to do is just give you some things to consider when it comes to testing. So if I use this, this body fat pinch test thing, and a lot of people use body fat percentage now, particularly with machines, this is obviously a very inexpensive way to test your body fat. But did you know that there are machines now that you can spend $50,000 on a body fat testing machine more? Unfortunately though, if you were to have a body fat test done by different people, or by a different machine, or at different times of the day, or at different times of the month, or whether or not you were hydrated and whether or not you were eat, had eaten, did you know that your percentage body fat could be different? So what's that actually telling you? If you go to have a body fat percentage test done and a different person does it, you may have a different percentage. So if I do it and then K-Man does it, it could be different. Uh, if a machine does it and then you go to another machine, it could be different. If you've had something to eat and then you dehydrate and you go and have your test done again, your body fat percentage number could be different. So what does that actually mean? So if you're going to have body fat testing done and use that as a test for, I need to have X number of body fat percentage. And I understand for some sports that's important if you're going to do a bodybuilding competition, you might want to know what your body fat percentage is. And here's my question. If you take all your clothes off and you jump in front of the mirror, is it possible that muscle won't move because it's rock solid and bones don't move? Uh, is it possible it's the fat that wobbles? And if you jump in front of your mirror, woohoo, <laughs> and you come down and your body's doing this, is it possible that that's excess or extra body fat? The other interesting thing is if you look in your mirror and you can see your muscles, uh, we've all got muscles, all of us. We've all got sleek, tight, uh, even we may not have strong muscles, but we've all got muscle. And if we stripped all the fat off our body, we would all be able to see. So if we were just muscle and skin, we'd all be able to see our muscles. So the only thing that's stopping us from seeing the definition of our muscles in the mirror is the excess I call it the doona. Now, some people have a, a silk sheet over their muscles, just skin and nothing else. And some of us have a, a small doona and some a bigger doona and some have a big fluffy doona. It's called body fat. So if you take the body fat away and you can, and you can see your muscles, it's highly likely that you have low body fat percentage regardless of what the test says. And I think that's really important because, once again, many people have said to me, I just had my body fat test done and I'm only 7% body fat, or I'm only 10% body fat, but you can't see their muscles. Now, I, I won't say whether that's right or wrong, I'll just ask the question, is it possible that if you have such low body fat percentages as 10 or seven or five, that you should be able to see every definite, every striation in every muscle if you've got such low body fat percentage? So here's another question. If there were no body fat tests, if there were no calipers, if there were no machines to tell you how much body fat you had, could you look in your mirror and figure it out pretty easily for yourself? If you can see all your muscles, could that mean that you've got low body fat uh, percentage? And or you might then be able to keep looking in the mirror and see that your body fat's keeping and it's keeping coming down because you can see more and more of your muscle definition. Just a suggestion. This thing's even more interesting uh, because, again, if I do your measurements and then somebody else does your measurements, is it possible that they will be different? Uh, you've got to put it in exactly the same spot on exactly the same day with exactly the same person. And if you don't, is it possible that it will be different? 
Uh, and then what does this actually mean? <laughs> uh, there's some things in your body that you don't want to lose weight from and you don't want to lose size from. So let's have a look at those to start with. I don't think you want to have uh, weak bones or light bones. And of course, if your bones are getting lighter, they're getting weaker, they're getting thinner. That's called osteoporosis, that's a disease. So if you stand on the scales and you weigh less because you've got lighter bones, that means you're heading towards osteoporosis or you've got osteoporosis, which means you've got a bone thinning disease. That means your bones could break inside your body and cause you to fall over. Or if you do fall over, your bones will break really easily. I think that would be very sad. The next part is your muscle. Muscles weighs quite heavy because it's rock solid and it's a live substance. It's got blood supply and it's quite heavy. So if you start losing muscle size, which means you're getting weaker, which means you'll be getting older and you've got a slower metabolism, regardless of your chronological age, if you're getting weaker, your body is aging much faster. So if you're losing weight because you're losing muscle size or, or muscle strength, it means that you're getting weaker and your metabolism is getting slower. So your ability to burn calories, fat, food, everything you put into your body will be less. And you won't be able to do all the things that you want to do, but you will weigh light, lighter on the scales. So you don't want to lose weight off your bones. You don't want to lose weight off your muscles, I wouldn't think. Uh, then there's fluid. Now, you can dehydrate yourself and you'll weigh a hell of a lot less, yeah? Just ask the people that have to do this for their sport. If you're a martial artist, a boxer, uh, a jockey, horse racer, there's a whole heap of sports where you have to make weight. You have to be a certain weight. And most of that is done by dehydrating two or three days before the competition. Now, that's all, all great. You'll lose weight on the scales. But how do you feel? And if your brain's a high percentage of fluid and your body's a high percentage of fluid and you start dehydrating yourself, what happens to your ability to think clearly? What does your brain control? And then what happens to your ability to move? If you've ever tried to run any kind of distance or do any kind of sport and you're dehydrated, it's pretty, it works out pretty quickly or you'll work out pretty quickly, yeah, that this is not working for me. I'm thirsty or dehydrated and my body's not working properly. So what, does this, what do the scales actually tell us? And that's the same with this. If I'm losing muscle uh, size, if I'm losing uh, bone mineral density, and if I'm losing fluid, I will actually measure smaller. But is that good? <laughs> uh, what about being healthy? What about being fit? What about being strong? How important is that? And if those things are important to you, could we uh, consider that maybe testing is not the ultimate way to find that out? And I always ask four questions, as you know. How do you feel? How much energy do you have? Are you performing at your best? Do you love what you see in the mirror? The mirror. Stand naked in front of the mirror. And da-da! Especially if you've got all the lights on and you do it in the bright sunlight. You'll find out pretty quickly how your body's looking naked. Should that tell you pretty quickly what's going on physically on the outside? And then are you getting the results that you want from your eating and exercise plan, which is going to be different for everybody. So some people are happy with 25% body fat, but what does that mean? They just love what they see in the mirror and they don't need to know that that's 25%. It just is, the, I like the way I look. In fact, there's a lot of people who have shared with me, women in particular, who've said, I don't want to see my muscles. I don't, I don't want to have uh, muscle definition. I want, to, I want to be voluptuous. I want to be smooth and cuddly. I want to look like a woman, not like a, a hard, tough, uh, striated male. Uh, and that's a personal choice. So often when you go to the gym, and I share this because I'm embarrassed, uh, I started managing health clubs when I was 18 years of age. 
And one of the things that you had to do when you came to my first health club, which was part of the policy of the club, was you had to have a body fat test done, you had to get your measurements done, you had to be weighed, yes please, you had to get your blood pressure taken, and I'll just uh, uh, touch on this quickly. If you have a, a fitness facility, if you have an exercise studio, if you're training people, and you don't know what their resting heart rate is and you don't know what their blood pressure is, I think that's, let's consider, uh, do you need to know that? Uh, and we'll go a step further, could it be a good idea if you knew what people's cholesterol levels and blood sugar levels are? Because they're health challenges and I don't want to kill anybody, how about you? And if somebody's got a really high heart rate and really high blood pressure and really high blood sugar levels and really high cholesterol levels, uh, they will probably already have been diagnosed with, diagnosed with if they haven't already, type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, at risk of a stroke, they could be at risk of cancer, and they may well be overweight or obese. So the, yes, those tests were important. But in my health club, you had to have those. It was part of the system. I didn't set up the system. That was the, the health club that I went to manage. Uh, can I share with you that, uh, first of all, it scared a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people hated getting their body fat test done. Uh, they hated somebody measuring them and they hated having to just go into that room. Now, I changed the name of the room from the fitness testing room to the results room. We're checking your results. But what a great idea, and I only learnt this over time, and maybe you can learn from my mistakes because I, I lost so many members because I used to do this on everybody and they hated it so much that they stopped coming to the gym. That's how much they hated it. Uh, imagine having some strange person ask you to lift your clothes up and they pinch the body fat on your hip or they pinch the body fat on the back of your arm. It's just a horrible experience. So I learned to ask, how would you like to test? As my client, as a person who has a goal to achieve this, this and this, how would you know that you've achieved that goal? What would be a great way for us to test it, measure it, work it out for you? And there's a couple that are really easy. So one of them was... Go to your mirror in your own home, in the privacy of your own bedroom or bathroom, without me there. Get stripped naked naked in front of the mirror and have a look. Do a turn around, do a jump, and do you like what you see? And if not, come back to me and tell me the areas that you'd like to change. What are the, the, the soft bits or the flabby bits that you want to get rid of? And if there's none, that's awesome. And if there are some, let's talk about where they are. So you're going to tell me by the privacy of your own home. One that's even easier and less invasive and less confrontational is pick an article of clothing because the beautiful thing, your body changes shape all the time. Eating, drinking, going to the bathroom or not going to the bathroom, doing number ones, doing number twos. Your body weight and size will change, but your clothes size doesn't change. So if you've got an article of clothing, and I always ask this question, do you have an article of clothing that you would like to look amazing wearing or you haven't worn for a while and it's a little bit tight or an article of clothing that you'd like to slide into for the rest of your life? How about we pick that article of clothing, take it to the privacy of your own bedroom or your own bathroom and try it on once a week or once a month at exact, on exactly the same day, at exactly the same time of the day in exactly the same mirror and let's measure or test or decide how we're looking in that article of clothing, which means I never have to do this, I never have to pinch your fat, I never have to put a tape measure around your body because your clothes are always going to stay the same size, and we don't have to weigh you. And from a how do you feel and are you healthy point of view, I always use those four questions. 
So on a scale of one to 10, how much energy do you have? Zero is I'm always tired and lethargic and 10 is I've always got a stack of energy. Number two, do you perform at your best? So number one is no, I've always feel terrible and tired and I don't, I don't wanna do what I have to do. And 10 is I'm always performing at my sport, my work, my parenting, everything that I do, I'm absolutely loving it. So I've got a stack of energy and, and I'm performing at my best. I love what I see in my mirror in the privacy of my own home and that means I'm getting the results that I want, which means it's either for my sport or my work or whatever it is that I'm, I'm training for. And for me, this worked as a beautiful tool, not just for me, because I hate weighing myself and I haven't for a very, very long time. Uh, I don't think this is a very good idea because it's so inaccurate and I've seen, unfortunately, and this is not a, a negative comment about any person in particular, it's probably a positive one. Most trainers, most exercise people, want they really want their client to get a good, great result. So if I measure your waistline, for example, and you come in next month, I want you to have a, a smaller waistline if that's your goal. And if you haven't, I might just say, oh, it's just half a centimetre. It's just human nature that says, well, guess what? You've lost half a centimetre. But the challenge is that that's a very inaccurate and sometimes trainers have been known to be uh, overly optimistic about loss and i'll use the example again of body fat testing where people have said to me oh, i just had my body fat tested and i'm only 10 percent body fat but you actually can't see their muscle definition which means it's highly unlikely and in fact if you did did a proper body fat test you might find that that person was more like 20 or 25 percent but the person wanted to give them a result so they did I'm sharing that with you because I don't think we need to put people into that awkward situation. What do you reckon? How about how much energy do you have? Are you performing at your best? Do you love what you see in your mirror, not anybody else's, at the same time of the day with the same light and the same mirror? And are you getting the results that you want? Then what's your resting heart rate, which will tell you pretty quickly if you're fit. The other thing about fitness is get really puffed and how long does it take you to recover? The quicker you recover, the fitter you're getting. So sometimes it might take three hours, three minutes to get your breath back to normal after you get puffed. But if you're really fit, you get really puffed, you might get your breath back in 30 seconds, 20 seconds, and obviously you're getting much, much fitter. What a great, without putting people under any stress at all, really, just go as hard as you can. That's gonna be 10 seconds. How long does it take you to get your breath back? Uh, blood pressure, very important, because that is a really important part of letting us know what's going on on the inside. So if you have a facility or for your training people, could it be a really good idea to find out what somebody's blood pressure is? Get in contact with their doctor. Just a quick side note again on that though, there's some new recommendations on blood pressure. If I take your blood pressure and you're under stress because you've come to the gym for the first time or you're nervous about seeing an exercise professional for the first time, what would happen to your blood pressure? So it's been suggested, of course it would go up. So it's been suggested that you take blood pressure three times at three different times of the day in three different environments. And the first time is probably not the best time because that's when somebody gets nervous or stressed about getting their blood pressure taken. So it might be a really good idea to take it, yes, but take it again first thing in the morning. Same with resting heart rate. Somebody's excited to see you or you're really good looking or you smell good or they've had a stressful day, their heart rate's gonna be up. We've had to walk up some stairs to get to your office. It's their blood pressure and their, their heart rate's gonna be up. So make sure that you do that in three different time frames, three different environments at the least and obviously when somebody gets to know you and they're less stressed about seeing you, that's gonna be a much easier experience for them. So what do we need to do to make sure that people have the right uh, understanding of whether or not they're getting healthy, fit and strong? And should we ask, Rowie, what would you like to do? What's gonna be the best way for you to know 
that you're getting the results that you want from your eating and exercise plan. And I might say to you, well, I've got this pair of black trousers. I want to wear those black trousers all the time. I'll try them on once a month. I'm going to stand in front of my mirror and I'm going to stand there naked and jump and whatever wobbles that's not supposed to, I want to get rid of it. But would it be a good idea to let your client decide that for themselves? Now, some people might say to you, I want to have 5% body fat. And if that's the case and they want to get their body fat percent, body fat percent tested, please be the person that understands how to do it properly. Once a month, perhaps, or once a week on exactly the same day, at exactly the same time after they've eaten exactly the same way. So it's far more accurate and make sure the same person does it every single time. Otherwise, it's very inaccurate. If somebody really wants to have their measurements taken, again, please make sure it's with you, the same person every time, at exactly the same time of the day, maybe do it once a month. And if, you know, it might be once a week, but in the same place at the same time with the same amount of food and fluid in their, in their body would be really important. Weight's a really interesting one because it really doesn't tell us anything. In fact, if you're losing weight for the wrong reason, it could really tell you that you're unhealthy. So if you want to have a healthy, fit, strong body, maybe, and I'll ask a better question, if there were no body fat tests, if there were no tape measures, if there were no scales, if there were no blood pressure monitors, if there were no testing of any kind, could you still know that you're healthy, fit and strong? Could it come from, hey, I've got a stack of energy all the time, I feel fantastic, I'm always performing at my best, I love what I see in my mirror or the reflection in the, in, if there's no mirror, the reflection in the window, if there's no window, the reflection in the, in the lake, I love how I look and I'm, I love the results that I'm getting from the way I live my life, I really love my life. Could that be uh, less invasive, less intimidating, and how about if you want people to have a healthy headspace and not be continually weighing themselves and testing their body fat and putting themselves under stress and pressure, would it be a really simple way to ask, how do you feel, how much energy have you got, and how, how do you think we should improve on that to make sure that you get the results that you want? Could that be a really good way to test and measure? Woohoo!